This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by Farm Journal's Trust and in Food Initiative and the America's Conservation Ag Movement, launching July 26th on the National Mall. Learn more at trustinfood.com. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Ben Nully. U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer made his case for the United States-Mexico-Canada agreement before the Senate Finance Committee today. It will help stop the outflow of manufacturing jobs and return many to the United States. Its labor and environmental provisions are the most far-reaching ever in a trade agreement. The agricultural chapter will lead to increased market access and eliminate unfair trading practices by our trading partners. This is a truly great agreement, and I look forward to working with members to make it even better. Senate Finance Committee Chair Chuck Grassley of Iowa says the agreement must provide certainty for America's farmers. We can't afford delay. When Congress implements a trade agreement, it becomes U.S. law giving Americans and our trading agreement partners certainty in relationships and the benefits that come with it. This means not having to question whether this relationship or associated benefits will be threatened or jeopardized as a means to an unrelated end. Ranking member Ron Wyden of Oregon says there's been tremendous progress with USMCA, but the key is enforcement. I want to get this right. You and I have talked about it. We want to do it on labor. We want to do it on environment and enforcement more more broadly. It's been more than six months since the president signed the agreement. But the bottom line is the heavy lifting on enforcement is still ahead. Lighthizer told the committee USMCA is enforceable. He'll appear before the House Ways and Means Committee tomorrow. President Donald Trump says he'll meet with Chinese President Xi Jinping at the G20 summit next week in Japan for a, quote, extended meeting. The president made the announcement in a tweet this morning. The two world superpowers are working to end a trade dispute as each country has placed billions of dollars in tariffs on each other's goods. The Trump administration has already rolled out two trade mitigation packages to ease farmers' financial concerns from retaliatory tariffs. USDA has yet to release more details on a new market facilitation program announced earlier this month. Many hope the president's meeting will be a potential turning point in China trade negotiations. Read more of Spencer Chase's story at agripulse.com. Here's a word from our sponsor. Join Farm Journal's Trust in Food this July 26th on the National Mall for the launch of America's conservation ag movement. Learn how we're helping farmers and ranchers make more sustainable and profitable business decisions. Sign up at trustinfood.com. California Democrat Mike Thompson introduced legislation today to extend the biodiesel tax credit and other tax incentives. Thompson chairs the House Ways and Means Subcommittee on Select Revenue Measures. The bill would retroactively extend the tax credit through 2020. It expired at the end of 2017. House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Richard Neal is expected to mark up the legislation Thursday. The House and Senate have yet to agree on a path to extend the biodiesel tax credit. Farmers are making progress on corn planting, but more heavy rain is on the way for states like Indiana, where fields are already soaked. Harold Cooper sells crop input products at Premier Companies in southeast Indiana. He says there's not a field around without water standing in it. In every field, I would guess right now, probably has at least 10 to 20 percent loss just in drownout areas at this point. I mean, we have some pure sand in our trade area. I went by there Sunday 
and it looked like rice fields. I, I don't remember ever seeing standing water in the rows on this sand ground with a gravel base. I've never seen it. USDA's latest crop progress report shows Indiana farmers are 84% complete with corn planting. They were 67% complete in last week's report. Cooper and other ag retailers fear planting delays will impact sales this year. Mike Steenhuck with the Soy Transportation Coalition says parts of the upper Mississippi River also remain a challenge to move products. The upper Mississippi River is still essentially shut down. A number of locks and dams on the river are closed and will remain that way for at least another couple weeks and, you know, could extend even further. Steenhuck adds the U.S. river system is vital for the agriculture industry to thrive. Always stay up to date with the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news at agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.